And so he goes, you know what? You're not even a SmackDown superstar. Get the hell out of my building. And Adam Pearce is going, you know, that's not necessary. I can take care of it. I'll walk him to the exit. Don't worry about it. And he goes, you know what, Adam? You're not a SmackDown GM. You get the hell out of my building, too. <laughs> that's pretty good. gentlemen and welcome to sweet chin musings i am your host the reigning rarely defending highly disputed champion of wrestling podcasts mike mueller with me as always is my tag team partner in crime the finn balor to my damian priest mr luke kudialis that's right ladies and gentlemen we have another pair of super kicks locked cocked and ready to rock your eardrum so let's get into it shall we we shall on today's episode we are back with everybody's favorite segment hashtag ththtctch too hot to handle too cold to hold. It is definitely cold around the, uh, the, uh, uh, Michigan, the mitten around here, man. I hate it. Very much, dude. <laughs> we are living too cold to hold, unfortunately. But uh, we'll heat it up here with some uh, good wrestling talk. We're going to also talk about the PWI rankings. What do they mean? What don't they mean? What do right. we take do from you care? Do should you care? care? Should you care? All that good stuff. Uh, and as we're also going to talk about the return of GMs to the WWE. Yeah. It's been a minute since we've had some. Uh, not too long, because we never go too long without authority figures in the world of professional wrestling. And but they're not, you know, your gimmicky, like, hey, here's, you know, a celebrity guest GM for this week. Yeah. Or here's your flavor of the week, you know, and then they're going to get a bounce for this person. Yeah. And then we're going to have a mystery GM for, you know, however long. Like, no, we actually have... Structure, some structure. <laughs> it's nice, no snooky, and then, Yo, uh, uh, and then what's uh, oh what's uh, what's the Arrow guy's name? Oh, uh, Stephen Amell. Yeah, Stephen Amell. Yeah. yeah, which I mean, he yeah, he's, at least he's a wrestling fan and knows the business you know, type deal. He actually yeah. practices, you know, wrestling, but. Yeah, even then, like I said, the whole celebrity. Like, and then you had you know guys like Michael Cole as GM and stuff. It's just like, okay, this has run its course it's way so, too much. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Michael Cole was not the GM. He was just the spokesperson for the anonymous. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, well played. Totally different. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk. We always like to start on the positive here. Uh, let's start. Uh, we're gonna do too hot to handle, too cold yeah. to hold. Lots been going on in the world of wrestling. We'll start with WWE. What are you hot on, dude? I I'm hot on LA Knight. Yeah. Like I, I, I yeah yeah. Um, it's just one of those. Each week, the crowd is the same. If not the same, it's more boisterous. More you know, looking forward to when he's coming out. Um that star is still just rising. You know what I'm saying? Like it's shining bright. Um, I know it's one of those, like, you know, we got crown jewel coming up in what? Two weeks. Uh, oh. Fourth. So fourth. Yeah, about you know, two it's weeks. been announced that him and uh, Roman are going to have a match. The contract signing is this coming Friday. Uh, what, so I'm sure we'll get a little interaction. Get a little interaction. You know, obviously they've crossed paths before, you know, already had um, time together, but I, you know, I'm when we do our predictions, I'm already going to say like Roman's winning. You know, I like 
but I don't feel like it's going to be clean. You know, I feel like there'll be some sort of shenanigans because it's one of those. Could easy, need a little help. Yeah, it may need some little help, so it gives more credence to LA Knight, keeps them in the fold. Yeah. Um, you know, some people saying like, "Wow, they actually did make the right call, not giving him the money in the bank." Uh, yeah, you know, which is kind of you know, if we look back, you and I were both kind of like, "All right, what the hell? You yeah, know, where are we going?" Um, you know, the Judgment Day storyline that's kind of stayed relevant with them keeping uh, belts. Have, or I'm sorry, the uh, briefcase is more focused as of late. You know, there was kind of a lull. I think like between like the past four weeks yeah. or so, you know, well, like, they, I mean, they were teasing it with the whole, like, is this going to be the thing that breaks up yeah, the judgment yeah. day? But then they kind of pivoted from that when we got now Finn and Damien right. in the tag title picture, which we'll discuss more <laughs> in, in <laughs> moments, uh, in a hot moment. But yeah, it's definitely, uh, it, it, there was a lot of questions around that because I think pretty much everybody thought for Money in the Bank, either I thought Logan Paul. Right. Uh, and then a lot of people were like, okay, well, if it's not Logan Paul, it's got to be LA Knight. And like, no one was saying Damian Priest. You said Damian Priest was a dark, dark horse. And, and hey. Yeah. And I kind of laughed at you for that. I didn't even think he was a dark fair. horse. I mean, but yeah, so it's good. It's good to see that at least up to this point, they have not dropped the ball with LA right. Knight and they're allowing him to continue to grow. And, you know, they're giving him. They're giving him breadcrumbs. They gave him the battle royal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now they're putting him in this spot that he got the rub from John Cena. Right. You know, he got the stamp of approval from Cena, which is great. And now we're going to see, can he hold his own with Reigns? I'm with you. There's no way he's winning the title yet. Um, But I think this is a good bar to see. Can he sniff the main event, fail, and still have the people behind him? And... Can he deliver a great match? Right. Because I feel like this is sort of probably what we should have done with Liv. Because mm. we we gave Liv the title, and then she couldn't do anything with yeah. it. The she match, had people behind her, you know, wanting time. It, You know, it was just, I think her, it was just one of those, like, I don't know if it's, like, overwhelmed with emotions, where she just, it's hard for her to get the words out type deal, sure. or just what, but it was one of those, like, you are missing like four, you have four of the five tools. You need one more. And this is like one of the key ones that you don't have. And if you're going to be the women's world champion, or if you're going to be the men's world champion and like with LA Knight, the nice thing is we know that's not the case. No, no. He's, if anything, like to me, a lot of people are, you know, Kevin Nash, especially, you know, saying, Oh, this is just another rock. This is another stone cold. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Why is that bad? It's not because especially for someone as a, uh, not, you or I, but like younger fans who didn't get to experience the rock or stone cold. This is their way of living. That's rock or stone. Sure. Cold. It's someone who's not trying to be that, you know, those two guys, but taking the best of what they had, you know, their cadence, their mic work, their pers- their presence, right? Yeah. Like anytime they enter the room, all eyes are immediately on them. It's looking at what they're going to do, what they're going to say. Yeah. He's not dropped the ball yet. If anything, the man's running with it. This is multiple weeks it. now where he has dropped hip hop references. Yeah. First week was John Cena, you know, uh, when he dropped a line from John, one of John Cena's raps. This past Friday, if I'm not mistaken, it was a Ice Cube uh, reference. So oh, like, yeah, yeah. He so did, it's like, yeah. my guy is, there's layers to this guy. Yeah. So he knows what he's doing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, And I will say, uh, to to his credit, to the LA Knight credit, because, I mean, I was on board from NXT. When, yeah. he, when he was doing the stuff with Cameron Grimes for the Million Dollar Championship, 
I'm like, this is my guy. Right. I like this guy. I like what he's doing. This guy is a star. But a lot of people, not so much. And actually, I was on uh, the No Gimmicks podcast a few weeks ago uh, with uh, Kevin and Francisco. Mm-hmm. And uh, Frank was saying, he's like, I don't get LA Knight. Like, I don't get it. I don't see it. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you because, like, I think you're wrong. But, like, I like I don't know how to sell it to you if you're not sold. But... It's, then he was just at this past SmackDown okay. uh, in San Antonio, and he made a post, and he's like, you know what? I, I get like, it. I get it. That's why I feel this is the same thing that happened with Orange Cassidy. Yeah. A lot of people. I don't get it. What's the deal? Like, what is it? You know, oh, he's just the lazy wrestler. It's yeah. dumb. But then you actually stop and watch a match, and you realize he's actually working. He's actually working smart, you know, in its athleticism and stuff. Yeah. Who else can Seth Rollins put his pockets in his hands and do a top <laughs> su- suicida? Yeah, probably not. Probably not. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like there are guys who are some of the most athletic dudes, but then they there are certain moves they can't do. Sure, you know what I'm saying? So you know, and there are moves that Orange Cassidy can't do, right? Probably certain, but at the same time, what works for him doesn't work for somebody else, and vice yeah. versa. But what he does is fucking good he's good at it yeah so he he plays to his strengths i think he does a good job of um hiding his weaknesses which he's he's not doing top rope moonsaults you know i mean he's not doing that he's also older like he's been around a long time he was eli drake before this you know so but he knows what to do he knows what to do it well and i think the big thing is so he's got the catchphrase which Say what you want. It is important. Yeah. It is important to get that crowd eating out of the palm of your hand yep. where they can go along with you. And they're not just saying it because it's fun to say. They're saying it because they're behind you. Right. And he's got that now. And this will be the test uh, because he is going to fail. I think we he's going to yeah. fail against Roman. Um, as far as he's not going to win the title. Right, he's not going to hit Mount Everest, you know, the very first time he tries to climb type deal. But it's going to, hopefully it's going to be a signal to the higher ups that this is a guy that is main event staying power, not just a flash in the pan. So we'll see. But I mean, right now, I mean, you talk about someone who worked to get themselves over yeah dude la and i who went from in a way you know to quote steve austin to take chicken shit and to turn it to chicken salad you know because last year's royal rumble you know the whole pitch black you know match with the female like bray wyatt you know thing like could have easily been stomped out after that absolutely you know what i'm saying and my man took the fucking rocket and he went straight to the moon so you know so like i said i'm hot on it you know it's like i i'm like I'm with you. Like I don't see him winning the belt, but could we potentially see him? You know, because it's me future uh, booking. I do see Ray losing the belt to Logan Paul. Sure. Could you also then have oh, as a way of getting the belt off of Logan Paul at some point? You have L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight versus Logan Paul is money. Right. It's, that it's is great. Money. I w- I cannot wait to hear. It, it, please let it happen because I can't wait to hear L.A. Knight start calling Logan Paul a dummy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My man almost just spit beer on me. You know, spit beer on like, just so you guys know, like with that one. Like, but I can't wait for him. You know, he's like Logan Paul, dummy. Yeah. You're like, you know, it, 
So I'm all for it. That's a WrestleMania match, right? That would be a really good match. You get and that, especially in Philly. Oh, you got everyone behind LA Knight, just and then everyone just fucking chanting for LA Knight, yeah. and then the, that's one of the only times when I'm okay with you know Logan Paul either coming out first, you oh, know, as you want the yeah, because yeah. then you get just all that the hate, seers. that just fucking hate, that seething and feeling, and you can have LA Knight come out, and then like Damn. he's. Like just fucking erupts. Yeah, and absolutely. you do a night one. Fuck it, why not? Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's. I mean, shit. You booked that, right? You can main event that night one. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Logan Paul has, you know, made an ass. I fucking hate saying it. Trust me, but he is a name that draws. You know, and he's a name that draws, and he is good at this pro yeah. wrestling shit. He is. I hate to say it. I loved his uh, SmackDown mm. promo that he right. did with Ray. I actually i I liked it less when <laughs> Ray came out. I liked it more when it was just Logan Paul right. in the ring. And so, yeah, like, I do I like Logan Paul as a person? No, but that feeds it even more right. because I mean, I don't really know LA Knight as a person, but like, you, you give me someone that I love and give me someone that I hate. hate yeah. Like that is so, especially in in modern wrestling with the curtain so far pulled back and kayfabe more or less i mean new kayfabe having to develop because typical carny bullshit kayfabe <laughs> doesn't work anymore right. so to have that kayfabe like, with an asterisk big time yeah. yeah uh so to have that true totally over baby face and a totally over heel right as far as being hated. and the heel it is one of those like there are people who will watch that are not wrestling fans who are logan paul fans right who just want to see him win sure and you like those are actual fans of his yeah you know and not because he's healed but because he's logan paul yeah and it's, you know you're just like you actually do get that legitimate of like clash of fan bases of like you know like oil and water type totally. deal. yeah but that is the blending of you know what happens now especially with social media and everything and it's you know it's, good it's a good business. thing it's good for business yeah especially if you are good enough to um blend and make money with you know multiple avenues right you know instead of just one lane so totally i'm yeah i'm with you 100 percent on that right uh, so that is what you are hot on for yes. wwe what are you cold on? we we teased uh, it a second ago oh yeah so yeah no, no, thank you for ringing my bell um <laughs> i've honestly cold on the fact that uh cody and jay lost like i know i said you know last uh, last episode, if I'm not mistaken, that you know I don't foresee them having a long run. Yeah, but I didn't think it was going to be that short of a run That's either. Sure. And I was really along for the ride, considering yep. how it seemed like how much fun they were having. Yeah, so it only makes sense for them to you know take the belt off of them. But <laughs> at the same time, it was like I wasn't expecting this this emotion. You know, when I saw that they lost, I yeah. was like, wait a minute, and losing it back to Ooh, judgment right. from which is is fine it's mixed but again it's a short run and i'll tell you what about it is like the most confusing thing to me is and and i'm giving wwe the benefit of the doubt mm -hmm. but my thing was like i still firmly believe obviously if the rock is around he's in the main event of WrestleMania. Right. but assuming he's not i still firmly believe we're getting cody roman part two at wrestlemania 40 so i'm like all right we have to keep Cody doing something. Make sure that these characters are not forgotten about in the sure. story that they were this being told. Yeah. And to me, this was a perfect way, and maybe they'll continue to work together, mm -hmm. but this was a perfect way from my perspective to keep for a while 
Jay away from Jimmy right. and Cody away from Roman, but still having that connection right. of Jay and Cody working together. So it could happen at any time. I'm like, okay, that's a great way to get us to coast at least to the rumble. Right. I thought that was how they were going to coast and then we can do whatever. Now that that's been broken up three months earlier than I foresaw, how are we going to play this out? Because we can't, to me, it's too early. If we're doing this at WrestleMania to start telling us that that's what it's going to be now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want, because I, I see it as Cody wins the rumble again, and that's how he gets a shot. Um, especially because he's still on raw and right. Right. Roman SmackDown. Uh, but rumble changes that. But I'm like, how are we going to keep Cody hot and doing something without it just being directly, I'm coming for you again. I have to finish the story. I have to, you know, just all I don't want to hear that for six months, right. seven months. We're seven months away. Yeah, because that means like two, two shirts that just say, you know, finish the story, finish the story. or some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, So this was, to me, a nice bridge for something for them to do. Yeah, it's a good layer to keep everyone in. Yeah, and it's gone. So It is. It is. Um, well, not gone, but... It, them as cha- them as tag it champs. made it easier for them both to go between the uh, shows as well whereas now Absolutely. you know you have the trade you know um because yeah. now you have kevin owens he was the one that you know moved over yeah which i that does make sense for the Sami Zayn ko dy- sure. demographic or dynamic, dynamic rather because if they're not going to be the champions why have them both uh you know on the same show type deal agreed you know because and if they're not going to be fighting each other. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mean, you know, like either together or fighting each other, then, okay, hey, you go sure. do your thing. I'm going to go do mine. Um, whereas Cody J, it's like, all right, where, you know, how are we going to keep this intertwined? Yeah. So, so I am confused about that. Yeah. It was one of those, it's like, I was, I was, I, I could have expected them to drop it maybe at Crown Jewel. You yeah. Know? But then just on a random raw. A random raw. It was like, okay, like, I get it. So. Yeah. And I will say, uh, and we'll talk about it a little bit more, the only thing that I do like it being on a random Raw is we got to see uh, Nick Aldis yeah. flex his first muscle as yeah. a GM. We'll talk about that at, uh, at the end when we right. get into the whole GM thing. Yeah, that was but, pretty cool, uh, though. That was the only thing, really, that I got an immediate benefit from it. But mm-hmm. I am with you where I'm like, man, you could have you could have saved this. Yeah. You could have saved this. It felt... It felt- a step above the AJ Styles, AJ Styles, Chris Jericho tag team. That was literally, they were oh, tag yeah. team for a week, a week, came out with a shirt, and then they separated. Yeah. Right? They did that whole spiel. They did have a shirt, didn't they? They did. <laughs> they got people to buy them. Dude, they advertised it. They got people, they, people were in the stands yeah. wearing them. And then not even a week later, disband, you know, whatever. Jericho I forget turned. how this, yeah. I think Jericho turned. I'm pretty sure that's how it went. It almost feels this is like the same thing, like just two weeks. You know, I don't think they came out with a shirt. I don't know. I would have to look at the store. Thankfully, they didn't because yeah. you know people would have bought it. Oh, yeah. And then it'd been one of those like, motherfucker, I just dropped almost, you know, however many dollars. 35 bucks. 35 bucks minimum, you know, yeah. 40 if you bought it at the show. Oh, right. right? Yeah. You know, even though you don't pay tax or shipping, you're still paying. You just pay more. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so and you gotta imagine if you were with your kids, you probably bought your kid one, so we're possibly looking at close to a hundred dollars for a tag team that didn't exist for longer than what less than a month, less than a month. So I respect them in that regard for not doing it. So, so how about yourself, what do you uh, well, hold on, okay, we'll, we'll get to me. Oh, okay, fair enough. But I do want to ask you with that, with being cold on that, and now 
um, Judgment Day has the tag titles again. Yes. Um, do you think we're going to be going back to this um, tension between uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest with Priest holding the money in the bank thing? Because it seems like the belts were what placated that. Right. And they were gone. And so I'm going, okay, are we going to get this tension back? Now the belts are back. But ultimately, like, if if I'm in, you know, in storyline, if I'm Finn Balor, I'm still not happy with the fact that I'm the quote unquote leader of judgment day. But really the person with the most power right now is Damian priest. Cause he's got that essentially that title and rating with it. So do you think, okay, I guess my question is, do you think tension is going to arise while they are champions or are they going to be cool until the titles drop? Uh, I think tension will arise. I don't know how soon. You yeah. know, it'll definitely be one of those. Uh, we'll have to see. You know how uh, Raw and SmackDown this you know coming up play sure. out. Um, you know, going into um, Crown Jewel. Yeah. Um, I do think there will be tensions. I honestly don't know if it'll essentially be between those two with the belts. Like it's an issue between Balor and Priest. It may actually. I see. Possibly one of them, if not both, start chirping back at Rhea Ripley. You know, that's mm-hmm. how she's been telling them, they, hey, you need to handle this. You need to do she this. She is the leader. She's the leader to me. I think she's a de facto leader. She, um, based on action, yes. she is the leader. And I think eventually they're going to get tired of that. Okay. And I think a lot of that's going to stem around maybe they lose a match. And maybe it's not for the belts, but it's like one of those... Hey, the team that's number one contender is they beat them, you yeah, know, kind of yeah. like the 50 50 booking, so sure. that like the next match stays. But in between like them losing, with the <laughs> right? In between them losing, she's going to get in their shit, and either one of them or both are going to finally be like, you know what? I had enough of this. And maybe it's Damien. He's like, I have this. Like, yeah, yeah, you have your belt, but I have, I can go for a belt that's even more important than yours. Yep. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So maybe, you know, chill that's interesting so, that's i i just always assume that the tension was because then you to always finn and damien right but, but then you can also have then you have uh dom yeah. get mad but hey don't you don't get in mommy's face yeah. like that so then that makes more layers of you know kind yeah. of uh tension and everything because they're like hey you know what you've been letting her run you know while for so long maybe you put her in your play you know yeah your place type deal like if you handle it then yeah so that's interesting that's a good maybe how i would play it i um, dig it i yeah. get that i get behind that um yeah so sticking with wwe i'll tell you right now what i am red hot red uh, red hot is this new drew mcintyre mm-hmm. that we're seeing he is he's very much a tweener right now but to me we are watching <laughs> the origin story of every great villain in cinematic history because the thing that great villains have in common is they have justification for why they do what they do right the great villains are not just oh i'm evil i want to watch yeah. the world burn like I, not everyone's michael myers where he's just pure you know the right, right. Evil, so that's why right. he keeps going there is a brilliance to drew mcintyre with the story that they're telling because to me what we're seeing is we're seeing a guy who <laughs> to do the whole cm punk thing tell me when i'm telling lies yeah. stop me when i'm telling lies because drew everything that drew has said is a hundred percent right yeah jay screwed everybody over 
Jay was, you know, a lapdog for Roman, and he, he screwed Sammy, he screwed Drew himself, all right. this stuff. So Drew's like, you know what? I'm not really going to welcome you with open arms. And everyone is going, wow, Drew, you're kind of a dick. Because clearly, Jay is clearly sorry for what he's done. And yeah. Jay is clearly trying to make up for it with his actions. Again, actions speak louder than words. Right. He's doing that. But at the same time, I look at it and I go, I don't really blame Drew right. for not being quick to, you know, yeah. say, you know, oh, everything's okay, everything's fine, and then take that a step further. So that's sort of like the first thing where people are like, wow, Drew, you're kind of a dick. And Drew's like, look, I'm just keeping it real. Yeah, and also, why should be? Why should it be the guy who has been slighted or done wrong? Why should he have to be one to take the high road? Right, you know, that's how he's exactly. always saying, like, "Oh, you know, you be the better man." Like, yeah. wait a minute, I'm I was the better man in the beginning. Right, I was one that who didn't do anything. So, right. if anything, he should have to be the one to explain why he, you know, everything. I'm yeah. just calling it out as I see it. Yeah, but you're saying I'm the bad guy for fucking being real, and that's the bad. Yeah, that is the thing. It's when the good guy finally has enough and says, "Hey, no, I don't want to do this anymore," and people are like, "Well, but you're supposed to because you're the good guy." It's like. No. Again, when I've been slighted, how is it for me to have to, because I've assumed this role... Why do I have to take it on the chin? To always take it on the chin, why should it not be, hey, I'm going to give you your, you know, due, yeah. you know, and it what it has to be from somebody else that's, you know, like you said, a tweener or, you know, another bag? Like, no. Yeah. I'm allowed to give out, you know, just desserts. Absolutely. So come and get them, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. And that plays, and that's, you, you segued that perfectly because that's goes to like step two of this Drew thing where Drew is not, Drew's not taking cheap shots. Right. Drew is not doing anything. And Drew straight up said to Seth, he's like, I want you at your best. Yeah. I want to beat you at your best. That is baby face right. 101. He stopped the cash in from, uh, you he know, stopped the cash in, but, but, but it come out, you know, and I love he how didn't he... stop the prior beatdown of Seth because Which... that's not his business. Right. Stopping the cash in is his yes. business because ultimately he wants a title shot with Seth. And then everyone's going like, Oh, you want Seth at his best, but you're, you're not going to what run in there and possibly get your ass kicked too, for the benefit of who Seth Rollins, right. no benefit to you. It's still also a numbers game. When you think about it with judgment day, cause it's yeah. still three V two, yeah. you know, whether Seth goes, or I'm sorry, whether Drew four. goes in. Mommy, yes. mommy, Oh yeah. Mommy. You know, she is going to go in there, pump handle, slam somebody. Yeah. Mommy throws like, hands. Yeah. Um, um, but I, yeah, so it's like this whole, um, you know, it, Oh, you're, you should, it's everybody telling Drew, how he should be essentially yeah. a better good guy. Right. When in reality, Drew has not done anything really heal. He's all been the Drew, good guy since all of WrestleMania, you know, since yeah. his you know initial run. Like, all he's done, yeah, really since the, the Thunderdome era, yeah. or before that, Performance Center era. Right. All he's done, really, is say, I am no longer willing to stick my neck out for other people yeah that don't stick their neck out for me and that doesn't benefit me in any way. Right. And this makes me a heel. Yeah. Why should I always do things for the greater good? Yeah. You know, when no cool. one's doing it for me. Right. Who came out to help me at Clash of Champions when Solo yeah. was beating me up? Nobody. Who came out, you know, who came to my aid? Yeah, where, was, yeah, where was Seth Rollins? You know, yeah. Where, where was, was Seth then? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I kind of love that it's, he's getting heat he's getting booed he's getting dirty not booed because the crowd is it's still more that like i can't believe you you know like what are you doing yeah. you know that like confused you know in between like 
Hey, you know. Yeah, and to Drew, there is no confusion. Yeah, no, it's Drew like, hey, is you. Drew knows who he is. Yeah, and there's no. Yeah, he's not a lost soul. Right, he knows what he's doing. And I'm sorry that what I'm doing isn't what you want me to do. Right. But I mean, you look at it objectively. I ain't doing nothing wrong. Yeah. And this is just. It's going to keep building and pushing and developing, and eventually is going to get to a point where Drew says, "You know what." I am all in for me and for me alone. And I am going to do something. And I think we are going to his bold ass prediction. I think Drew McIntyre wins the championship at crown jewel because I think it's the only, no, never mind. I, I, I'm staying on that. I I was going to say, I think it's the only title that changes hands at crown crown jewel, but I Mm. don't think that fair enough. But I think Drew needs to win the title. And continue to act essentially the the exact same way he's acting. I what I would do is I would love again for Drew wins the title next night on Raw or you know whenever on Raw Seth comes out and says I want a rematch and Drew goes you got it you got a rematch that's fair I believe the former champion should get a rematch blah blah, blah. and then Seth gets jumped again by whoever Seth's next rivals are whether that's Judgment Day or if they want to rerun Shinsuke, which I doubt they will, but whatever they want to do, let that happen. And again, Drew does not interfere. Drew does not sit back and watch. Cause again, Drew's going, why should I help you? Right. Why, what is in I've it? I've already for had you at your best to well, help you. So. Right. He's, he's selfish, but he's not, he, he's selfish, but to me, he's justified in his selfish yeah. behavior. He's not taking shortcuts. He's not backstabbing anybody. Right. He is being straight up. And to me, this is, again, what makes the, the best villains when they go, look, I have not done anything to get the treatment that you have been showing me. You have been disrespecting me. You have not been there for me. Now all I'm doing is saying I finally had enough of it and I'm tired of playing the martyr. That's all he's doing is saying I'm tired of playing the martyr for other people. Why does that make me a bad guy? Easy comparison. He's he's Triple H via the you know, like during the game, you know, mm-hmm. where it's I'm you know, I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna stab you in the back, I'm not gonna go behind you. I'm everything I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do it straight to your face. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I am the game, like I am go through to you. Like yeah. type deal, you know, like it, that's a very if apt comparison. You're not with me, you're against me. And if you're against me, get the fuck out of my way. Yep. Basically. Yeah. This is how I see it. And that's how I would treat it. You know, like you said, you know what, Seth? I want you at your best, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to make sure yeah. you know I'm not gonna be your body. Right. I'm not gonna make sure that you you get there in one piece. If someone know? else gets the jump on you, yeah, then you should have been paying attention. You. Right. Keep your head attention. on a swivel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you like kind of use that. For the next, whoever comes up next, but like, yep. you sure you really want this? You see what happened to the last guy? Yeah, you know, and just like one of those, like again, I'm not going to make sure that you know you're you show up to the ring, you know, hundred yeah, percent. It's not my job, right? I like that. I just I like that it's it's a selfish Drew, but to me, he is justified in the way that he's behaving, and that to yeah. me is what makes the greatest. No, he's out there. He's like, I'm going to get mine. I know what I have to do to do it. Yeah. Again, if you're in the way. You're gonna give, you know, you're gonna get knocked over. Yeah. And if you don't want to get knocked over, then get the fuck out of the way. You know. So exactly, he to me is someone that has very clear, uh, very focused direction, yeah. and that's why I'm hot on it. 
I can dig it. What I am not hot on, speaking of no direction and no focus, <laughs> is the LWO. Ah, fair now, enough. admittedly, when the LWO, like, LWO was never positioned as this, like, incredibly strong faction or anything, right. but I really don't understand what they've become. Because we've got Santos Escobar and uh, Raul Mendoza and uh, Joaquin uh, Wild. I, I keep wanting to call him Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, Joaquin Wild. Um, and I think Selena. Selena yeah, she shows up when she's not. Nice and Ray is supposed to be the like, leader. Right. Um, he was kind of the one, you know, he's the one that gave him the shirts and did yeah, the kind of like, thing. hey, this is who we are. Yeah. So. And it's that Eddie connection yeah. and all that stuff. And that's cool. But all I yeah, so see, I have Carlito, who's like, yeah. Who's now here's Carlito, here, but I don't yeah. think he's like a member type. I don't know. Maybe, and that's the thing: is he here? Is he taking over for Ray? Is it going to be part of it? Because right. now what I see is I I saw every I saw Joaquin and Raúl and Carlito mm-hmm. being there to help Santos after Santos got jumped. Right. Uh, but I didn't see Rey Mysterio. And then Rey Mysterio comes out for his thing with Logan Paul. No LWO on the Titan Tron. No LWO shirt. No, you know, red, white, and green. Yeah, will that be like a, is that foreshadowing for, you know, Crown Jewel? You know, because they do have the match. They have the match. So I gotta say, it's, I just, I don't know what they're doing with this, Mm -hmm. but to me... It's run its course. Yeah. I would like to see if this has run its course. And you talk about possible foreshadowing. If Santos and Raul and Joaquin are at Crown Jewel, which they, they don't really That's have a lot to be. You're right. To, get, to um, travel just for like a few, you know. Sure. But if you're going to do it to where they turn on Ray and not go with Logan Paul, but turn on Ray and be like, you know what, dude, you haven't done it. Yeah. And then we get heal lwo and they want to keep that thing going yeah yeah yeah. i would be fine with that it's kind of that like judgment day you know like a little bit a little bit but actually follow through with (laughs) you know yeah but then i don't see but even with that though because now i don't see if they're doing that i don't see carlito going no you can always have carlito and ray team together to Go against you Escobar, could. and you know, you like yeah. that's like one of the main reasons why you brought Carlito into the fold, you back into the fold, long term. Yeah, I could um, see that, but just whatever the LWO was supposed to be, or you would even, I like how you mentioned with Carlito, maybe he tries to start weaseling his way into becoming the leader, and then you always have a Carlito and Re- uh, Ray, Ray Mania match. match. Kind of like you know, I, I don't know. I'm just looking ahead. Like, yeah, I'm, no. Well, that's the that's why that's yeah. why I'm cold on it because I'm yeah. trying to look ahead and see where what the does future this go. Yeah. And I'm not seeing anything. I'm not seeing. I, I any see direction Ray dropping the belt to Logan Paul. Right. That is what I do see. Same. Which uh, obviously our prediction shows you know a week or two ahead. Um, that's just one of those like if I were. Hey, what's your like easy pick of the night? That's probably my, you know. I would agree. I think it's. I think Logan Paul. Don't even be surprised. That's a fucking first match of the night. So Logan Paul could get the fuck out of there. Also true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eyes on that one too. Yeah. And it is. And you, I feel like if you're gonna, um, yeah, because if you're gonna end it with bad guy winning or start it with bad guy winning and probably end it with bad guy winning with Roman Reigns. Right. Uh, that would make, yeah, that probably is going to be yeah. the first match of the night. Uh, and then all that's going on. Right. So yeah, it's, I, I'm curious, but I just feel like the, um, 
that Which, faction has run its course. That faction has, to sense. me, that faction has run its course. I, I agree. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know where they're going with that, but let's switch gears. Let's talk about AEW. A lot's been going on over there uh, as far as new people coming in with Adam Copeland, yeah. all that stuff, the return. Uh, what are you hot on? What are you, what are you enjoying? About AEW. I loves me some Tony Storm. So like good. I know uh I've said it before, like not uh, like a hot a you know, our hot or cold, but or you know, too hot to handle too cold to hold, but I just anything she's doing right now, I'm just a big fan. I wish they would just come out with a timeless like t shirt, like yeah. just her like a, a I want like a like the, like a old not silhouette, because like I want to see yeah, her yeah. features, but I want like a yeah. like a a pinup style, yeah, like her against her. the wall, almost. Yes, like, and just, doing like like the blow the kiss, yeah, sort of thing. yeah, yeah. Tony, I am with you, and I gotta tell you, uh, and I don't mean to step over your segment. No, you're fine, man. Please, like, I'll tell you the one thing too. The brilliant thing that they're doing right now with her is they are getting because I don't watch anything live, almost anything. No, I feel even good. most of the premium live events I don't watch live. Uh, I do not skip. Through picture and picture, when it's Tony Storm and her right. silent movies, and how brilliant that they're silent right. movies during picture and picture when you don't have sound anyway. It took me a second to figure that out, but I was like, because at first time I saw, I was like, why are you doing this during the middle of the segment? You're like, I want to see this, I want to hear it. But then I was like, oh, when you finally say it, it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's it's no audience. Yeah, so I'm like, son of a bitch that's clever it's so good but it's like i also want to see it full screen so i know you know yeah I and, want, and i want to hear like the old time yes, yes music and all that shit and shout out to rj city as well because like he's yeah. you know with uh him being in a lot of the segments with her you know it's really good chemistry yeah, he was in the most recent one with her yes. the, yeah doing yeah. that yeah uh she is great right. i hope um I just want more matches. That's my. Yes. I want more of a storyline. Okay, like where is this going? As far as like, obviously she her uh, they um, she splintered away from uh, Ruby Riot and Soraya. Yeah, and everything Outcast. like that. Outcast. Um, but where's the payoff? Essentially, you yeah. know, like yeah, because it seems like we never got a payoff. From that. I don't think we got a true payoff. I could yeah. be wrong, but then it's also like, okay, what is next for her? Is she going to go after Kristallin, or is she going to go? You know, like. So I'm hot on it, you know, I'm going to follow her through, no matter what. Totally, totally. But it's one of those, like, okay, hey, where does this rocket, like, where where are we meant to land? Yes. You know. I I get you totally on that, because, yeah, it is one of those things where it's like, all right, you've got the character over. Yeah. You've got the character over. You're selling shirts. You're selling shirts. But what... What is her? What is her goal? Yeah. We don't know what her goal is. We've established who she is <laughs> very well, right? And that is to their credit. That is something that AEW has struggled with in the past of establishing why, who is this character, and why do I care about them? Okay, you got me there with Tony Storm, right. but now you need to tell me. You now I need what is her ambition what is her drive what is her goal uh that to me is the next step in the process and we do have to get there uh and i think that that uh factors into what your overall yeah my overall goal is there is a lack of storylines in aw that keep me like feel like i'm hooked in where i want to keep going like the main one is tony storm you know and then uh essentially the MJF, you know, world title, you know, because obviously you have uh, 
Adam Cole, you know, even though now he's hurt, you know, he's yeah. still, you know, he's dealing with Roderick Strong, you know, you have that layer. Um, you have MJF, you know, kind of goading Kenny Omega, you know, with yeah. 13 days, motherfucker, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, you Got have Jay White, you have Jay White, you know, and uh, uh, Bang Bang Gang, you know, kind of that full, you know, so it's yeah. like there are multiple layers, at, you know, guys gunning for MJF. Yeah, but outside of that, I'm not really, you know, like you said, like I'm just kind of skipping around at yeah. that point. There's know? not a lot of secondary stories being right. told, and that is the thing where it's like, yeah, your main story, your every MJF story that they've done has been good, and I do feel bad for MJF in a way where I do feel like he's been kind of snake bit with a lot of those. Another layer just uh, cuz yeah. uh, was it was a collision or uh Warlow, you know, cuz he has yeah. on his on yeah, his that was on, like, uh, another that was on dynamite. Yeah. yeah. So there's another wrinkle as yeah. to like people gunning for him. Yeah. So it's like okay, we have so many reasons as to why, but that's so many characters anyway, like but again, that's all MJF. Yeah. You know, and how many of those stories can we realistically tell at the same time? Right, because also have the demon character, you know, the devil mask. The devil, person, yeah. You know, which, yeah. so it's like... Still hasn't been... Hasn't been determined, probably yeah. won't, you know, for a minute, I don't know. Yeah. But that's like six different sub-stories for one story. For one story, right. But what about all these other stuff yeah. that's going on, yeah. which I don't really... You know, I'm with you. That main story has many, many chapters yes. to tell, yes. and and that has been great. And that's what we said even from months ago. Before it, I remember this was several episodes ago when it was still when we're like, okay, well, the next thing is obviously CM Punk. Yeah. But yeah. then there's Adam Cole in the wings. Yep. There's uh, Wardlow in the wings. There's these other stories that need to be told, and they've done a great job of pivoting every time they need to pivot while keeping the next thing right at arm's length. But <laughs> go one thing deeper, what do we have? Like I know you have, you know, a trios title. Yeah. I know who has it. You know, I know who yeah. has the, you know, tag team titles. Let me stuff. ask you a question right now on the spot. Okay. And I'm giving you two seconds to answer. Who's the AW women's champion right now? Uh the, the, the Chris Statlander's the, the TBS. TBS. Who's the AW uh, champion? Uh, Asian wrestler, I forget her name. Akira Shida. Thank you. I'm, I, I'm going to give you credit for right, even being I, bad on the ball. Yeah. Because it wasn't until she came out with the title last week. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, yeah, she's yeah, the champ. She won on, it was Collision, because it was a random, I think it was a random Collision. She yeah, won. Over Soraya. Yes. I thought, I, for, I totally forgot that that happened. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I forgetting? Who, I, 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 know, know, I had to think about it. Yeah. yeah, I was like, Statlander's TNT. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, or TBS. Rather. I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, shame on me for having to say, oh, she's an Asian, Asian wrestler. But yeah. it's like, I, because I was going to say, wait, Io Shirai? But like, no, that's not correct. Like, no. um, so, but that's my point. Yeah, no, that's we, a fair point. Because these are things that, sh that titles should have stories behind them. That's there, there should be reason why people are coming for those titles. Yeah. There should, this should be something that's explained very clearly to us. And it's not. Right. We're not getting these seconds. I shouldn't have to stories. dig, you know, as to why this is going on. Yes. You know? Yep. And so it is. Uh, I'm with you on that, and I think that's been that's been an issue for AEW. Pretty much, not. I wouldn't say from the jump because I feel like year one they came in with a lot of built-in stories. Yeah. I, I feel like with a brand new company and all the talent that you have, it's easy to book a year out. But yeah. I feel like since then, it's been a whole lot of look at all these great matches. Right. But what were the stories behind them? I can 
I can look back and tell you very few AEW stories that stuck with me. Fair enough. Very few. Um, Adam Page's story and like the the struggling with his own inner demons and self worth, cowboy shit. That stuck to me. There's a few that stuck with me. MJF and Jericho and their whole thing. Right. That stuck with me. But by and large, that is what AEW has been lacking for the majority of their run. Like the secondary. Secondary stories. Story. Tell me great AEW storylines that don't center around. I hate to say, but like LA Knight is a secondary story that is becoming a main. Becoming. But that's why you need a secondary story so it can, if I'm not, if I already know what's going on with the main story, whatever, I can, you know, okay, cool. But I need a reason as what's secondary story, and that gives me a reason as what's next. That next guy up. Right. Why do I care? It may not be him, but it could be that. Yes. Right. 100%. And like I said, at times, like I said, I have six of those when it comes to MJF. Like I said, four, um, whether it's, whether it's Chris Statlander or uh, what's her name? I forget. Kirishita. Kirishita, thank you. Um, what's next? Yeah. Right? Like, I can't say, well, it's going to be Athena because she's Ring of, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Yeah. So who's next in the wings? Like, who have yeah. you guys really been ma- building up? Will it be Tony Storm? Will it be someone like Ruby? Yeah. You know, I don't know. But I feel like it was someone like Ruby, you could have paid that off multiple times now. Yeah. You've had her in multiple, you know, tournaments. Or, yeah, we could like, be building something with right. that. Yeah. So that we're not getting these interactions. We're not getting the we're not getting any seeds. Yeah. To And I don't want another tournament tournament like eliminator type deal. Like I want actual, they love that. They do, but I feel and I am a fan of tournaments, but sure. I don't like them being shoehorned in just because you have so many people that like Absolutely. You know, no, I do it. I so I, that's what I'm cold on when it comes to AW. I agree. Uh, I am hot on, I'll tell you. So, I'm with you as far right. as storylines in general. I feel like there is a major lacking for storylines that are not at the very top because I don't need both. I'm sorry, Nick, like, yeah. I don't need Blackpool Combat Club going to war again with another, you know. Fact, you know, like just because, yeah, just because we need a stadium stampede, right? You know what I'm saying? And (laughs) we do that. I feel like that's the thing too. Is I feel like they they get something that works, yeah, and then they beat it into the ground, right? Right. Uh, So no, I'm with you on that. But I do think so. What I have been enjoying because I I do want to give their creative a little bit of credit Mm -hmm. um, is I have been loving the Adam Cole Roddy Strong vignettes. Yes, Uh, I'm not. Yeah, just mow the lawn for me. Just right, on his right. broken like, leg. I gotta, I gotta get surgery. I need surgery. Know? Just one more thing. Just yeah. one more thing. Can you make a PB and J. Yes, all oh, the PB and J. Yeah. And it's it's so weird, but it, wonderful. It is, but the more it's like a train wreck. The more you look at it, you can't look away. Yeah, you're just like holy shit. It like it. Look at it. Yeah. You know. And it's it's total. You know, it's total gaslighting. It's total yeah. manipulation. It's all that shit. Um, but they're doing it in a fun way, and it I. Like it because we said, okay, we've got to we've got to pivot from Adam Cole because he's, he's hurt, hurt you and know. so we got to do this thing. So they they did something with MJF and MJF and the title, uh, the main event title scene is not losing any steam. No. But it would be very easy for Adam Cole to lose steam. Let's not forget Adam Cole was not around for very long. Adam Cole just came off of injury. Yeah. Around for a very short time, we put him immediately in the main yep. storyline. Yep. He gets hurt again. If we 
don't want to have to build him back up again. We need to find a way to keep him hot right. during his off time. Yeah. And I think they've done a really good job with it where it's, it's not anything serious. It's, it's, it's sitcom-ish almost. Yeah. It's definitely sitcom, but very like dry, you know, yeah. like slapstick in a way where you're just like, okay, this is goofy, yeah. but it, it's again it's funny you know and i i have to say i think they are missing a golden opportunity i can't remember what the name of this stuff giraffe is but oh yeah yeah yeah, the the next strong giraffe but they've uh i don't know if they've always done it but i just noticed it in the last vignette the pb and j vignette Mm -hmm. uh where they've got the neck brace around the giraffe i think they just because some of them they did have it some of them sometimes it didn't they need to be selling I, that's a, a good one. A plush giraffe. That's pretty good. With yeah. the neck brace yeah. around his neck, I would, I, I would spend twenty five bucks on that. I'll that's, right that'd be now. a pretty good one. Um, and I like how you mentioned, you know, that this is one of those again because this is part of the MJF story. So I, that's why I'm saying like this storyline is good. This is, you know, so yeah. you know, like, again, this is a bullet point for that. Whereas like I'm talking about other storylines, right? Because right? I love the fact that like even Maria Canellis is. Uh, posting on like Instagram, like, yeah. "Hey, Mike, it's time for you to come home." You know, like you have kids because yeah, Mike you know, Bennett is right, with Roddy, right? You know, they're both hanging out at you know Roddy's the house, yeah, yeah. You know, just bullshit or whatever. Like, and it's like he himself is also shirking his responsibilities, and yeah. she's like, "Hey, motherfucker, you know, come home." Yeah. So, like, there's multiple layers to this. So it's like, a it's a great little way of adding, uh, at least, just a little bit of depth to yes, it. Yes, yeah. and that to me, it's those details that make stories great. Yeah. That's what made the Bray return so good. Was like the little crumbs along the way, right? Yeah. Like, you, eventually, we knew, okay, hey, it's a Bray White, sure. but like, but the journey, the journey along the way was so good because you were looking you were looking for anything and everything and then they were going through and making sure even if it meant nothing here's something because you know they knew people wanted it so bad it's kind of the same with this it's like you're looking for that next little bit so the fact that even maria canellis is like mentioning it in her instagram stories it's like oh shit see even this person's talking about it you know so and maria canellis who's not affiliated with right i mean she works she does they uh is she with She's with Ring of Honor. You know, she's okay. So, All right. Yeah, so yeah, they so were by proxy. Yeah, because the Kingdom, they were more Ring of Honor tag team for yeah. the longest, but obviously yeah. with AEW, uh, you know, buying them or whatever. So that's how they've been showing up more on uh, Dynamite Collision and stuff like that. That's fair. But yeah, I love that. I think that yeah. it's great what they're doing. Um, what I don't like that they've done is we've, for months, we talked about how great. OC's international title run yeah, was yeah. and how much it built up the credibility of that title because suddenly it's a title that became very difficult to win. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's look at what's happened post OC. So Mox beats OC. Yeah. Totally fine with that. It yeah. goes on the title goes on to one of the toughest former, sons of bitches. I think two yeah. time? Two time. Two time. Uh world champ in Moxley. I'm all for it. You obviously have to pit. They pivoted to Phoenix because yeah. I think of Unforeseen. I don't think Phoenix was going to win that match. No, I think it was um, going to be a good match, but it was just one of those like unfortunate circumstances. Sure. So I'm like, all right, well, we've got Phoenix for now. I love Phoenix. I, I have said before, been your, yeah. in my opinion, he's the greatest luchador wrestler of all time. And I, and we, I will 
share a pint with anybody and have a there discussion with that. Uh, you can tell me Mil Mascaris. You can tell me Ray Mysterio. You can make a case for Eddie Guerrero, but I'll make a case that he's not a luchador wrestler. That's fair. Um, like, we can have those conversations. So this is not a slight on Ray Phoenix yeah, yeah. at all. I love Ray Phoenix, and I was thrilled that even though it was through shitty circumstances, he got this opportunity. And I'm like, all right, well, he's going to hold on to this title until Mox comes back, and then Mox is going to get the title. And then they go... Mox is back. He's going to fight Phoenix. And you go, okay, well, here's where Phoenix is going to drop it. Then Mox doesn't get the clearance. Right. So they pivot to OC. And I'm like, okay, well, so they pivot to OC because he's a credible threat. He's the former he's champ. Up, right. But he's not going to lose it to OC because what would be the point in that? Because he's he's got the unfinished business with Mox. Right. If OC wins it and Mox comes back, Mox has already beat OC for that title. There is no real... Like there's that is a that is a one sided argument. Mox is one hundred percent on the winning side of that argument. Yeah. Whereas if it's Mox versus Phoenix, you can say, okay, well, even if you won it under shitty circumstances, you only won it because I got hurt. Right. I you was- can say, well, maybe, but I still won it. But then OC beats Phoenix, and now OC is your international champion again, and I've got no problem with that uh, on its premise. But w- all that it did was give Phoenix a very meaningless title run. The title goes back to OC. We're still operating under the assumption that he's going to drop it back to Mox when that rematch finally happens. Right. Maybe that doesn't happen. And to be honest with you, maybe they don't do it right away. Maybe they give it a little bit of time and they circle back. Because obviously Mox came back this past collision, I think it was, and he ran interference with you to, you know, with, right. the, uh, with those guys. So it's, tanks, yeah, so. but so, yeah. So then maybe Max is doing something else, but my right. concern with this is I am now looking and it's, I, it, honestly, it even bothers me more that it's OC because I had so much respect for OC and the run that he had. Yeah. And now I'm looking at the second run that OC had and I'm sort of looking at it always going. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. you're not the real champ. Yeah. But you weren't, supposed to be the champ yeah but you didn't beat the guy who's supposed to be the champ in fact you lost to the guy who's supposed to be the champ and i have no faith that when you do finally cross paths you'll get the win i think mox is going to get the win again so i don't like the fact that i am now looking because to me the because now you have two guys taking unnecessarily lo- unnecessary losses with the belt that yeah. really didn't need to happen. And it diminishes the belt. And yeah. we had done such a great job of building the belt up. Now, I will say to their credit, they are giving, it's not it's not the best secondary storyline, but we do have that TNT storyline going yeah. with Christian and Nick Wayne and Darby Allen and uh, Adam oh, Copeland and Luchasaurus. way off in the distance is Luchasaurus. <laughs> He's whatever he's Luchasaurus on a pole. He's doing Luchasaurus. He's doing dinosaur shit. That's he's true. got di- by the way, dinosaur shit should be a shirt. Yeah, um, I'm doing dinosaur shit, man. Um, 65 million years old, still killing it. Right. Uh, but yeah, so you, you've got this TNT title, but I do feel like they're tr- all they're doing is trying really hard to make the TNT title the second most important title again. When to me, the international title had very organically yeah. become the best secondary title. Right. Other than MJF's run, you know, with it currently, like that yeah. was the longest title reign yeah. going on. So. Yeah. So I just don't like that it seems to, I feel like we haven't elevated any, I feel like we haven't elevated um, 
Not that you really would elevate Mox because and he's already so high up, but Phoenix didn't get elevated. I don't feel like OC has gotten any elevation for it. And I feel like the title itself has diminished through this whole process. Yeah. And I, again, it just feels that like, honestly, like almost to the point where I would say, just take the title off TV for a while. Don't defend the title in AAA. You're Phoenix. Right. Go defend the title in AAA and CMLL and anywhere else you want to go. Take it to New Japan. Take it, go do whatever you want to do with it. But all they've done is essentially isolate this title and water it down. Right. Because I like how you mentioned the TNT title. Um, it's going to stay with in that those four four or five names you just mentioned for a minute. For a while. It's tied figure, like, to that story. Line. Yeah, because you gotta figure someone will be Christian and it'll probably, you know, whether it's Nick Wayne or Darby Allen or somebody, you know. Yeah. And then he'll want every you know, or like you know, so I don't see somebody else like coming into the fold to take that belt off of any one of those people. Yeah. Um, you know, same for MJF, because it's like it's gonna be MJF <clears throat> and one of the few people we mentioned, whether it's Jay White or uh Wardlow or you know, someone like MJF is going to get a rematch, I imagine. Sure. So it's again, it's gonna be one of those like these belts are tied up, yeah, you know, long term essentially. Yeah. Yeah, this one is one of those ones like you don't really want this one being knotted up. Like sure. it's one thing for it to be tied up, you yeah. know, like hey, I can undo it, you know, like make it. But when it's knotted, you have to undo the knot. You have to do all the shit that you, you know, how did I get it here in yeah. the first place? That's and that's where I feel they're at. You know, it. yeah, and it's one of those like, like okay, well, the injury's one reason, but like our shitty booking decisions could have been a little bit better. You know, like we can undo this because again, like you said, who's next up? That's like the credible source. That's not. A fucking eliminator tournament situation or something. Right. You know? At this point, I almost want it to be somebody from a CMLL or, you know, NW, like an outside promotion. And then next, you know, hey, hey, this person, they don't even. How about Will Ospreay? That'd be fucking perfect because he's also on uh, like that bridge of, yeah, he signed great and everything. Bridge. You know what I'm saying? So he easily was like, Hey, if you want it, you got to come back yeah. over and you know, yeah. come overseas and yeah. get it type yeah. deal. Perfect. You, you could do a Bushi. Like, there's names that yeah. you could do it with. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Takeshita, yep. who I, by the way, I, I still call Takeshita, and I and I know that it's. Wrong. I think you're getting better at it though. I'm trying. You, just, you did say it properly, you know. First, I'm trying so. so hard. Um, I don't know why that sticks with That's me, fair. but I can't. But that it. is a that is a really good one. Someone yeah. like that, you know, someone like that that can yeah. bridge that gap because yeah. it's it's you. It's called the International Championship. Yeah. yeah defended elsewhere especially because sure. you they try so hard to be the open door company yeah so let's have a title that is represented at those you know foreign entities that's fair and yeah. let's do something with it uh that's that's what i want no, I, I don't it. know i'm with you um and before we get to the little two off topic things that we wanted to discuss yeah since we brought up uh, the TNT championship and this person that person whatever Darby Allen very much inside uh in the heat of all of that sting saying yeah. that uh revolution 2024 is going to be his last match uh two questions for you mm-hmm. on the spot one do you think it well three technically three questions for you one do you think it really will be his last match yes okay Two, who is his opponent? Do you think? And I'll now give you some names, and I'll give you, and I'll, I'll give you like A, B, C, or D, and D will be other. So to me, I think you've got A, Darby Allen, mentor mentee. Mm-hmm. B, 
Nick Wayne, the guy who betrayed his mentee, see, and hear me out on this, Jeff Jarrett, because he's the only person in AEW that has ties for over 20 years, 20, uh, 25 years, 24, 25 years with Sting or D other. Other. Okay, who's your other? I people? don't know. I okay, but I, you don't like any of those. It's not that I don't like them. Sure. Um, one, I don't like. Well, I don't like Jeff Jarrett. Um, sure, because that mean because here's the thing: if it's going to be his retirement match, he that's going to be you got to figure Sting has won. You know, if I'm not mistaken, he's undefeated in AEW. I believe he may have, so. maybe no. I I believe maybe so. he lost like ten, like a you know. But if I'm not mistaken, he's undefeated. So if he this is you know Revolution 2024 is yeah. his last match. My man's going out on his back, right? But I don't. I agree. I don't, with the asterisk being, I think the only way that I don't want to be fucking Jeff Jarrett. Okay, I'm with you. I think that his last match could be against Jeff Jarrett because of yes, the no, history. it makes sense with history. But I think he would win that match. Fair, and that right. does go against tradition. That does go against what we think with Sting. But given that it's Jeff Jarrett, it's not—he's not passing the torch to Jeff Jarrett. Both of them are passing the torch to others. Um, like by Nick Wayne doing it, just yeah. By the way, Sting absolutely still undefeated in Ada. Too big of an accomplishment for him. Too soon. Does it have, it has, I'm with you. Has to, it, it, it has to have meaning, and not to say that Nick Wayne beating him is just one of those. Why would you give that kid that under his belt? Especially because, and I and I agree with the way they've done it, but especially since he hasn't, it hasn't been like Nick Wayne comes in and beats everybody. Yeah, yeah. He comes in. He's he's the kid that obviously has the huge future, but he's paying his dues. To be in a spot where, because Revolution's in January, it's four months right. away. To be to go from being the eighteen-year-old kid who's trying to make a name for himself and paying his dues to being the only person to ever beat Sting in AEW, right? That's too big of a jump. Yeah, it's too big of a jump, and I don't buy it. To quote my great aunt Ida, "This smells funny, and I'm not right. eating it." Like it just it does that level of jump. Doesn't make sense. Um, I think they're going to take the easy route and go Darby, go Darby personally, because I think also, and you have time, like so you have four months or four months to establish a credible person. And again, I think of someone, it could be a loss to Christian, but again, Aside from, but Christian already has nuclear heat. Yeah. Nuclear heat. Sorry. I didn't mean a George Bush you there. Uh, nuclear heat. Uh, Christian's already got it. He doesn't need it. Yeah. I feel like Sting taking the loss in his last match, which is what he almost certainly wants to do, needs to be something that ultimately catapults somebody. Yeah. That, like you said, passes the torch. And I think the only person right now that they've established with Sting, outside of, again, someone like Jeff Jarrett or Jay Lethal or Christian, but these are all guys that are way older. Even yeah. Jay Lethal, 
Way older. Jay Lethal's been around a long time. He's in his 40s. Like, I think he's closer long to his 50s time. than he is his early 40s. Yeah, but he's, Dolph, he's there is a reason why he was the one that was picked for Ric Flair. You know, sure. Retirement. Last match. Yeah. He's definitely considered. You know, I like, by the way, we're in, we don't video this, but Luke, I love that Luke just air quoted last match for Ric Flair, meaning I don't believe that the 70-year-old has truly had his last match. I mean, I'm sure there will be plenty of people that listen to this who also agree and don't blame me for what I did. I didn't even look oh, up from my phone yeah, when I did, did the, it. I was looking, you know, scrolling at Stings like Kyle Fight DB. I mean, yeah, quote unquote last match. So oh, trust no. me, there was no selling on that one. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to see if Sting, like where the rivalry would be That's, for someone in AEW, because I'm looking at the matches that he's had, and it's, like you said, Christian, you know, yeah, the Chris only, Jericho. The, like, only, the only person that. He that something is already and maybe built I'm, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it will be Darby. Like, but that also seems too obvious, you know. And then you got that's four months where you got to find this like, hey, I you were my mentor. Now I have to like, yeah. But that's, I think it would be a Shawn Michaels Ric Flair style. Gotcha. It's not going to be heated. It's like it's not going to be because of a Darby heel turn. Right. It's just going to be Sting is saying this is my last match. You are to me the next thing. You are the one that is. Yeah. You know, I'm. I'm giving you my. Well, it, Darby also has a broken fucking elbow or a broken arm currently. He's got four months. To fix yeah, that. fair enough. I'm just throwing that out there. And his ass is also like you know. We got four months, but a lot can happen. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, I feel like the only person where if you want to do it in a get them heat sort of way mm-hmm. right now is Nick Wayne, and That's I agree fair. with you that I. But I'm agreeing with you that I don't think. He has earned that yet. That's one of those like I got four months. You can get him there, but I don't know. No, because look, and, and not to it's just like looking at the whole Brock Taker situation. Like looking at it, like, oh my god, I can't believe Brock is the one that did it. But then now look, I'm like, okay, hey, it makes sense. And I look can at make what sense Brock of, did after. Yes, I can make sense of that and swallow that and be like, you know what? Okay, at the time I didn't really I didn't agree with how it tastes, but now I understand. Hey, my taste buds were different. Sure. Whereas now. You could not get me to look in 10 years and be like, oh, I get why Sting lost and Nick Wayne. Yeah. It still would not taste good. I just don't see it. I, I mean, don't see that. Now. I don't see that flavor profile changing right. in 10 years where I'm like, you know what? And you know what, though, too, is I think that that is an indictment on AEW. Right. That we don't have the faith. Because you said 10 years. Yeah. That makes Nick Wayne 28. That makes him still, by today's pro wrestling standards, in his prime. Young. Yeah. He'd be yeah, entering his right. prime. So it can happen, but I do feel like that, that, like what you said right there is so telling mm-hmm. in the sense that it is a huge indictment on, I don't even think that with 10 more years of storytelling, and reputation and titles and great matches and all this stuff that you will get me to look back and say that Nick Wayne was the right person at the right time for that. Because everyone is in agreement. No one thought Brock Lesnar was the right person at the right time for Undertaker to lose the streak to. Brock, you look at what Brock Lesnar did before he beat the Undertaker. There's a key word there. Huh. Streak. That was for the streak. It wasn't for retirement. You know, it wasn't last match. It wasn't, you know, hey, you're riding out to the, this is the last one. Yeah. It was the streak. Yeah. Because Taker had already taken losses and Brock had already been champion. Brock had already gone through, sure. you know, coming back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, he was already a credible force. UFC, mm-hmm. WWF, WWE type deal. Yeah. Nick Wayne, he is just an indie darling right now. Yeah. 
So, you know what I'm saying? For in four months, that's cool and all. If you're telling me in four months, this is the guy to retire Sting. And I'm supposed to digest it. And then still in you know, five, ten years, be like, yeah, you know what? The age, well. Yeah. I don't see it happening. It's it's going to be tough. It's, I'm not. I'm not saying that's essentially easy. vaulting him, and, and and that's taking either. Let's put it this way: that's either taking Sammy or Darby's place as a pillar of AEW. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think, Am I, I think wrong, it, um, I think you're wrong in that you're forgetting a very loose pillar that's pretty much already out of there. I think it's taking Jack Parody. That's fair, you know. But still, yeah, it, it's taking one of those guys yeah, and saying like, "This is, is our next pillar." Then. Yeah, no, I do agree with that. That's a but, lot to put on a kid who's what not won a match yet. He's won a couple matches. He's won a couple matches. Okay, but, I, I mean, know, like, he lost his first one. I guess he, it was like Swerve. He right? lost his first or Hobbs or uh, I forget. Yeah, Either yeah, way, yeah, he lost. So it's like okay. That's a lot to put on someone. Like you said, Brock already had a resume, already had credibility. Right. This kid is one of those, like... We're trying to make somebody yeah. with a retirement match. Right. I just don't that's, see that happening. Like I think, do. if anything, it would be Darby or The Field. But looking at Sting's, like, resume of AEW matches, it's mostly been tag matches. Yeah. It's one of those, I don't know who you bring. Because I would say Great Muna, but he's retired. Right. Had he not retired already... And especially getting, you know, yeah. like then I can see that. But my dude already retired. His knees, and you, you see, those knees are not the same. No, you know? no. Um, so that would be a disservice. Yeah. Fucking. And for the record, Nick Wayne has one victory in AEW. Uh, it's a tag match with Darby Allen, uh, where, where they beat uh, Daddy Magic and Cool Him. Uh, so, okay, so yeah, like, not the cr- most credible of no. resumes yet. And I do want to say to his credit. Um, I didn't realize that not too long ago, he actually had a match with Casey Navarro. And I only want to bring up Casey Navarro because I'm going to bridge this. Are we good with hot handle? Cold oh, cold? good. Okay. Yeah. All right. So speaking of Casey Navarro, Casey Navarro, I don't remember what number he got, but he was listed in the PWI 500 as one of the top 500 wrestlers. In my opinion, he's also on the short list. I think they named eight or nine people that they're going to give the title of uh, independent wrestler of the year okay. to. And there were other names on that list. Matt Cardona is on that list. And to be honest with you, I hate that Matt Cardona is on that list. Cause I don't think that's someone that's already as established as that. Yeah. that. That would be like giving independent wrestler of the year to Cody before AEW. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. It's like, dude, you were already, you were an intercontinental champion in WWE. Right. Like, Not I too get that far along for you leaving. Yeah. yeah, like I get that you're on the independent scene now, but there is a short list of uh, people that are sort of considered favorites to be the PWI Independent Wrestler of the Year. And my my vote would go to Casey Navarro. If you have not seen a Casey Navarro match, I highly recommend looking it up. I don't think you will ever see him in WWE because he's like five foot one. <laughs> he's not that short, but he's a short dude. Um, but the dude can work his ass off. Oh, yeah. And I'm happy for him that he he gets a little bit of flowers with the PWI 500. But it does bring me to this bigger thought that I have because they just released the women's 250. I love, I think last year they did the women's 100. Okay. And I think it was the first year they did women at all. Just like a women's list? Yes, a women's list. Um, Rhea Ripley was number one for the women this year. Seth Rollins was number one for the men. And regardless of what you think about the rankings themselves, my 
Because yeah, they're subjective. We don't know what the criteria that's, is. To that's make my the thing. List or anything. They claim. You just made the list. They claim. Sorry. That, that, no, that is. That I feel like that is. It's yeah. it's seven dudes in a room, and for the right, women's list, five women and two their dudes. favorite dudes. You know, talking. Like who should make the list? Yeah, this guy's fucking. What do you mean? This guy's bad. It to me, it is. It, it when you said jerking off in a room, that was perfect. Because to me, it is so masturbatory. Yes, where it's just these are the people that we like, mm-hmm. and so these are the people I know. These right? are the people like, that I, I, know. I know this name, or I know this guy. I may have watched this guy's match at a PWG. I don't know. Yeah, and that's the thing where it. I'm so torn on this concept of the. And to me, it's very similar with. Like Dave Meltzer star ratings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very much, this is a small group of people's personal opinion or bias, and that's whatever it is. No what stand- it is. The standard probably changes uh, like the wind blows Absolutely. You know, each day where it's like a different standard of how that's uh, decided upon of like what, you know, who did better at this or whatever. Yeah, you know, Absolutely. no metric. You know, it's, how you, it's whether you had a good bowel movement that day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that could depend on how you felt about that match or yeah. that person. Because, like, I don't, because when it comes to this kind of stuff, I, again, we don't, I don't know if they break down what their criteria was, what their data was, or anything like that. You know, if you're looking at wins, losses, if you're looking at um, who had better segments, you know what I'm saying? Who had, because uh, are we considering house shows part of this? Are we, because con- what comes, considers best wrestler? Are you considering just wrestling ability? Are you considering wins, losses? Are we talking about social media game? Are we talking about interview game? Are we talking about backstage segment type stuff? Are we talking about who had the belt, you know, throughout the year? Who, you know, again, they have some people on here who never wrestled a few, you know, only had a few matches throughout the year, like, and they're super low because, hey, they were hurt. Yep. And there's other people that are hired that, you know, again, same thing, but because of by name, they're hired. It's like, yep. well, you know, what What was your standard to get a lot of this? Because So here is, according to PWI, okay, what they say their criteria is for their list. Win-loss record championships won quality of competition and i want to put a big asterisk by that one yeah major feuds prominence within a wrestler's promotion and overall wrestling ability now when you look at the list i don't aside from win loss record so let's for the men's list the top five or let's top ten Top 10 is number 10, Cody Rhodes. Number 10, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Number nine, Josh Alexander, who, if you don't know who Josh Alexander is, I don't blame you. <laughs> He's the Impact World Champion. Number uh, eight, Orange Cassidy. Number seven, Akata. Number six, MJF. Number five, uh, El Hio de Vikingo. Number four, Gunther. Number three, John Moxley. Number two, Roman Reigns. And number one, Seth Rollins. Now, I ask you. When you look at win-loss record, championships run, quality of competition, major feuds, prominence with prominence within a wrestler's promotion, and overall wrestling ability, in what world is Seth Rollins above Roman Reigns or John Moxley? Right, considering the fact that John Moxley put AEW on his back. Prominence within a wrestler's promotion. Right. And, and I get it. Right. Twice he put them on his and back. I, and I, well, and I get it, like, you know, Seth Roman and all those guys, like, they're confined to WWE. But the fact that guys like John Moxley and 
uh, Okada and Cassie, like they're going to multiple promotions yeah. and stuff like that. Like, so I'm glad that stuff like that is, you know, I would hope is taken into consideration. Yeah. And like, I'm not trying to knock anyone, but it, and again, I like, I don't watch enough NXT, but the fact that you got Carmelo Hayes, number 13, right? Like there are a lot of wrestlers out there that are far superior than Carmelo Hayes. Currently. Yep. And like, don't get me wrong. Uh, great American bash and stuff like that. Like had great match. Great match. Know, and stuff like that. And uh, and I like I'm a fan of Carmelo right. Hayes, but okay, but the fact that Carmella you have him number thirteen. Where's Sami Zayn on this list? Sami Zayn is number twenty two. Sami Zayn is number twenty two. So there, according to PWI, there are twenty one wrestlers who had better years than a guy who people who the majority of people, yourself included, said should be the one to beat Roman Reigns for the championship. Yeah. He had that good yeah. of a year. I, and there's 18. You want to know one that really like and nothing against the guy? You also have Bobby Lashley at number 19, right? And, and what like nothing against him. hurt for most of the year, right? Because like he missed you know the whole uh, WrestleMania thing. Like that was the whole thing. Like he you know got yeah His he battle royal right, yeah. but, which was on SmackDown. It was even on WrestleMania. yeah. So it's like one of those. In what world did he have a better? year than Sami Zayn. Yeah. What year did he have a better than did he have than you know Matt Cardona? Right. Like, how can you say that like championships won? Matt Cardona's the belt collector. Yeah, like nothing against you know even Samoa Joe. Like yeah. yeah he had a good year, but to say that he had a better year than Matt Cardona or somebody like Zach Zabri or like dude you got Solo Sequoia at number 38, but then you have Ray Phoenix at 65. Right. You know, Pentagon, Pentagon Jr., 72. Like, right. yeah, Solo Sequoia via being a part of the bloodline. Right. But what significance has he done as far as, like, in-ring ability and, you know, stuff like that? And championships won. He hasn't won shit. Uh, Win-loss record. Very few matches. And yeah. has lost several of them. Major feuds. Solo Sokoa is not actually in any feuds with right. anybody. He is doing the business of other people's stuff. And that's the point. And overall wrestling ability. We haven't seen shit that he can do. Do I think Solo Sokoa can be a very important person in the future? Oh, yeah. Yes. But this is supposed to be... They got Ricochet number 149. Yeah. If we were talking again... 148 wrestlers according to pwi yeah are better than ricochet are doing better than ricochet from 2022 to 2023 i don't buy it i don't either yeah that's a little, that's a head scratcher like there are some names yeah. i know here like can okay you, yeah can you but, control f and can you search within there i just want yeah. i just want to see where casey is casey navarro uh, to no uh casey k c k c oh i'm like <laughs> Nope. K-C. Letter K, letter C. Oh, got you. Uh, somewhere. Because there says there's one. Find my boy. I'm fine. Oh, where are you? Where are you at, Casey? 182. All right, 182. Um, by the way, barely above Tyler Bate. Now, right. again, this is going back to it. Nothing against Casey Navarro, but Tyler Bate. He's doing better than Kyle Fletcher, who just had a match with... Kenny Omega. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Right. So and and props and but you know what sucks is Omas is doing better than Casey Navarro according to these guys and Bully Ray and Bully Ray doesn't really wrestle anymore. Bully Ray has like two matches a year. Yeah, and he's doing better. He runs his fucking mouth, but 
That's and he does it great. But no, again, yeah, I know. It's but, just like uh, someone is looking takes. at the list of criteria. Running your fucking mouth is nowhere on here. <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah, but where I'll be ranked. Hey, hey, there you go. Um, so that's my point, and that's my that's point fair. with all this is that it. This is to me, and if this was just some list that was, oh, hey, it's out. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Whatever, that's fine. But like, it gets a whole magazine spiel in a way, and right? It, it like, gets its whole issue. It's yeah. PWI. Yeah. It gets its whole issue, and then you've got people on the internet talking about how this, in some way, this is what I don't like about it. Uh-huh. People use this to justify why someone is good or why right. someone is they bad use it as a barometer it's, it's like, not yeah. a barometer i like using it because i've looked at it before you know from getting deeper into wrestling you know throughout the years like i look at it and it's one of those like i used to look at it especially when it came to guys like <clears throat> dan Housen yeah or orange Cassidy, you know like guys who are on the indies like hey where are they ranked in this because yeah. it lets me know how popular someone may be, yeah. you know, especially if they're coming up like, are from, they on the rise? Yeah. You know, yeah. so I use it for that. But then like, like you said, to use it as like some sort of barometer of skill or um, effectiveness or anything like that, it's just, it, to me, it feels super subjective and it seems like it would change, you know, like, like I said, as, as the wind blows, because it, it's just one of those, I don't, I don't know. I can't really agree with it. And like I said, it just seems like a jerk fest of, you know, this guy's my boy's better than you are. Like, no, your guy, like, yeah, even though he had, he did put out a four star bang, he didn't do it at this. He didn't do it at the Tokyo Dome. Yeah. You know, some dumb shit. It's that shit, and that's, it's what kills me about it. And I, I don't know why I'm getting so worked up over it, but it's one of those things that I just wish that people, like, took it for what it was. And to me, the biggest reason why I say, you know, why this list doesn't really matter in any grand scheme of things. Uh-huh. Why are Seth Rollins and Rhea Ripley not bragging on TV about being number one? Right, right. If this list had any sort of real weight to it, it would be used as a. It would a hundred percent be used as a talking point, and it's. I don't even see somebody in AEW using it. Yeah, and not to say like that, you know, it's like a beneath WWE tour thing. It's just one of those like no one's really going to brag about it. You know where you see somebody bragging about it, and it'll be in jest. It'll be on being the elite. You know yeah, it'll be on the you know on the uh, YouTube show. Yeah, You're like, hey man, did you see the rankings come out? Blah blah blah. That's how it'll be. It'll be in jest because yeah. that's what it's supposed to be. But exactly. People take it so fucking serious, you yeah. know. And that's the thing that kills like me. it should be one of those like the, it should be the like spotlight of like who's the next people coming up because I almost feel like they should exclude like WWE AEW almost like that. You like here's the top tier for your promote main promotions and then here's the like top 100 of like the next who's who yep you know or something because like it doesn't blend very well uh absolutely no i i couldn't agree more and i i and that's why i do like it on the flip side is that yeah, like yeah. that it, it gives that it gives the a good indie guys a good rub you know, a good like, rub and it lets me oh, i haven't heard of this person let me check it yeah, out let me see yeah it lets oh, me know they had a match with casey navarro yeah. i know casey oh navarro. hey this guy's gonna out. be at you know uh, battle of los angeles for pawg yeah. tournament okay cool more often than not some like guys who have won that keith leaves your uncle you know stuff like that they go on to bigger and better things so it's like oh he's gonna be at bola sweet i know that he made they may have a potential to win it you yeah. know what I'm saying and that's a next star rising yeah you know, stuff like that Absolutely. So yeah, I just wish that people would take it a little bit less seriously yeah, and just stride. yeah, take yeah. it and try, take it for what it is, and stop acting like it justifies your beliefs or that 
the bullshit is or the list is bullshit because right. it doesn't align right. with your beliefs. Your beliefs are your beliefs. And this what you think is good has nothing to do with this stupid list. Yeah, that's what you I'm enjoy. You don't yuck somebody else is yuck somebody else's young. Absolutely. Because words to live by. Yeah. Because it's like, hey, what you you know, the sugar to you is, you know, sour to somebody else. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I just wish we'd have a little bit more fun with it. And yeah. And not take it so seriously. No, and that's one thing I do enjoy from listening to other podcasts, especially Kevin Smith. Like if you listen to any of his uh, like reviews or anything, it's always the stuff that he enjoys. Yeah. And the reason behind that is like, he's like, I can sit here and talk about stuff that I don't like, but that's not fun. That's right. not what it's... I want to talk about. I want to talk about the stuff that I like. So Absolutely. I'll let, you know, like whoever he's co-hosting with is like, Hey, you can, if you want to riff on this, cool. Like I'll talk about it with you or whatever, but like, I'm not going to sit here and just dog something. Yeah, because bad it's like one, especially because a lot of it, if it is a movie or whatever, he's like, I know these people. You know yeah, or I know, yeah. You know, so it's kind of it's kind of weird, and it's like two. You know, again, if I don't like it, then I won't talk about it. And that kind of lets you know, hey, that's what Kevin, you know, Kevin must not like it. So right, right. Kind of like do the same. It says thing. a lot by not saying it. Yeah, you know, like I, I try to live by that. Obviously, I can't. You know, uh, with certain things, you know, I'm very opinionated, and very, you know. Uh, I was That's raised by strong. Thank you. You know, raised by uh, strong, independent women throughout. Yeah. You know, my childhood. So it was one of those like, no, you're not gonna just take it on the chin. You know, you're gonna say something. You speak like, your mind. You speak your mind exactly. So yeah, um, yeah. But I, I mean, I'm with you, and it is. It's I. I want to spend my time talking about shit that I enjoy. And speaking of talking about shit yeah. that we enjoy, uh, I mentioned it a little bit already before. I love that we have GMs again. Adam Pierce yeah. was sort of in this position, not to go back to WWE, yeah, you're good. but uh, Adam Pierce was in this position where he wasn't ever, I guess, technically a GM. He was an official, but he was yeah. sort of playing that role. But now, it's like team lead of like, yeah, you know, hey, yeah, kind of. I'm, I'm not the boss, but I'm kind of the guy who is you know, like, you know, I'm the when the teacher leaves the class, I'm the student. And yeah. She's like, all right, you're going to be in charge. You're in charge. Yes. It's like one of those, like, that's, what? that's totally how it's yeah. Um, where, yeah, sort of. Yeah. Um, but now he is officially, Adam Pierce is officially the GM of raw and Nick, all this, who's someone that I have a major man crush on, uh, has come in. He is the new GM of SmackDown. And I'm very, I'm excited about this because I'm very curious where we're going to go as far as are we going to start seeing uh, like this real like raw versus SmackDown competition? Right. Like we have like boundaries of like, Hey, you know, um, especially when it comes to like how the tag team champions and yeah. even uh, essentially Roman can kind of go in between shows. Will right. that be there more corralled of like, Hey, you got to let me know when you're coming through yeah. or like when you decide like I you're going to make an through. appearance, you know, I, um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping for a few things with this one. I am hoping that I'm fine with them combining the tag team titles because you don't have enough legitimate tag teams to have two yeah. tag team champions. I get that. I'm fine with it, but I, I don't like that. Anybody can just willy nilly go back and forth between Ron SmackDown for whatever reason. And I love that on his very, so he's last week, SmackDown he's introduced as the GM Right. this week. We get to see the very first thing, that Nick Aldis does as GM. And the first thing that Nick Aldis does as GM is throw out Jimmy Uso and by proxy Adam Pierce. Why? Because they're raw guys. Right. And this is a SmackDown show in the SmackDown arena. And you have no damn business being here. 
And I love that. What that tells me immediately is a Nick Aldis is a serious guy. Right. We're establishing immediately. This is someone that is going to throw his weight around that is going to lead his ship. This is his ship and he is the captain of it and he's going to lead it. I don't see him being the, um, I don't see either of them as being like the power hungry, you know, type person, the authority type person, but is saying like this, let's establish some boundaries and let's respect them. Yeah. Jimmy Uso should not have been able to show up on SmackDown. Uh, Jey Uso, or, uh, yeah, or, excuse me, Jimmy Uso should not have been able to show up on Raw. Jey Uso, having lost the title, should, should not have been able to show up on right. SmackDown. Or if you do show said, up, hey, you have to leave, you yeah. know, like you said. And by the way, earlier, I, I sorry, I said kick Jimmy out, he kicked yeah. Jay out. Um, but that's my point, right. is this is, these are supposed to be separate brands with separate things. If it's not, why do we have the draft? Right. If it's not, why do we have any sort of separate titles? Why don't we just rules merge everything? Rules. rules are rules. If you don't have rules, if they're fa- if you have fake rules, the least you can do is fake follow them. Right? That is wrestling up on high. That's right. in, just that's consistency. In the, that's in the wrestling separate. ten commandments. Yeah. Follow kayfabe, and they don't. And so I'm seeing this as a potential return to that. Yeah. And I hope that that's what we're getting. Um, and then it does make me think the immediate thought process is now then Survivor Series. Is this leading to a War Games type match? Is this leading to a traditional Survivor Series five on five? Match? I think a lot of people always had that like, well, we think it's going to be like uh, either Bloodline and Judgment Day or, yeah. you know, something along those lines. I think that, like you said, it's going to be more established. I think even after Crown Jewel, maybe that first uh, uh, Monday Night Raw, if like, okay, hey, we're going towards Survivor Series, you know, obviously it will be in November. Okay, we have to start get that, you know, round established. Maybe you have some sort of invasion. Right? Yeah. Now, will it be spearheaded by one of the GMs? You right. know, hey, I want you guys to go in there and kind of like, you know, yeah. uh, rattle the cage. That's a good way to have it established. But then that's, you know. Can I, I tell you how I book it? Sure. Because I, I like what you're saying and it sparked an idea in me. Yeah. I would have it where... If we're doing an invasion angle, and I'm all for invasion angles, I would have it be Raw guys kind of invading SmackDown, Smackdown. but not at the behest of Adam Pierce. Mm. They're doing it because Adam Pierce doesn't really have control oh, over his locker room. Whereas the SmackDown guys, Nick Aldis has them in line. Right. Like, hey, this is what I want. This is how we're going to be. This is, yeah. you know. And then now you've got the situation where Adam Pierce needs to prove that he is worthy of this GM role. Because, again, remember, he wasn't ever right. GM. Now he's has to prove that he has earned this GM role. Has to try to put the new guy, the new GM, in his place and be right. like, "Look, man, I've been here for the last two years. Yeah, I can't let him show me up. Show you know, me I'm up. A, yeah, I've been here, WWE guy, longer. Yeah, yeah. and you know, Nick Aldis just gets to have that one three minute segment on yeah. SmackDown every week, being like, "Look, I don't know what's going over there on Raw. I clearly the inmates are running the asylum, but over here on SmackDown, my people listen to me. Right. And what I really want to see, not not coming to blows, not anything." But I want to see Nick Aldis put his foot down with Roman Reigns. Mm. 
in some form or fashion of like you have to show up you have to show up yeah you have like no paul Heyman, you know uh talking for you no you know yeah wise man like representative you don't get to send solo in to do your work yeah 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 yeah. you have you have an obligation to be here make your dates make your dates people are paying to see you you're gonna be here i would love that and if we're gonna have roman back anyway he just took some time off yeah yeah the assumption is we're gonna have roman back pretty consistently through survivor series Work that in. Yeah. Work that in and be like, look, Raw is sort of the land of the outlaw. We're, it's, it's unruly. Right. Pierce is going, literally having to go and beg to guys like, hey, I need to be on my Survivor yes. Series team. And like, yes. you can have somebody, let's say, you know, I don't know what the plan is. Maybe you can have them going, trying to go to Imperium and they just like, like, we don't respect you. You're, yeah. you're groveling to us. Why yeah. don't we, you know, help you? Yeah. All right. On to the next one, right? Yeah. He's going to the next, you know, couple of like, whoever he can go to to try and recruit, yeah. you know? And then you can have the inverse of that on SmackDown being guys like begging Nick Aldis. Right. Let me be on the team. Yeah, Let yeah. me be on the Let SmackDown Let me show you how team. good. Let you me know, represent yeah. SmackDown. Because I know that if I impress you, you can actually do something for me. Right. You're like, going to put me in a spot where yeah. I can succeed. Yeah. That's what I would like to see. Because I'm so sick of the, like I said, like the power hungry, the authority style GM. Right. I'd be much more entertained with where we have two GMs and they're, they're kind of fighting with each other, but it's more of here's one guy who's really got his people in line. Yeah, yeah. And here's another guy who is struggling to keep the bus <laughs> on the road, you know? And right. I think that would be a really fun dynamic. Yeah, it'd be a good dynamic for sure. Yeah. So we'll see what's going on with that. Um, that's all that I wanted to talk to. We've been going yeah, uh, an hour and 30. Going hour and 30. Um, a little longer, but I mean, hey, you know, it's one of those like every two weeks. So. Yeah, and it's been a minute. Yeah. And we are going to, uh, coming up, we're going to record um, a couple. We're going to put out a few short uh, top 10 lists yep. that I'm very excited about. Halloween is right around the corner. So we're going to do uh, top 10 Halloween Havoc matches yeah. spanning the whole from 1989 all the way up to the NXT yep. genre. And then we're going to do a top 10 list that I'm very excited about something near and dear to my heart. And probably most of our listeners hearts. We're going to do a top 10 wrestling video games, yeah. which I believe I have. I did do a top five when it was closet champion. Okay. Uh, I did like five top five lists. Gotcha. And one of those was top five top video five. games, okay. but I definitely, I wanted- can't imagine those five are going to get bumped out of the you know it was maybe like a shuffle not but i already know just in before we started recording we were talking about something and you brought up two or three that i had completely forgotten about Mm. and i have to now go back and revisit okay so i'm very excited we're going to be doing that um and then of course you keep crown jewel predictions coming Crown jewel predictions all that good stuff um, but until we close the books on this, is there anything else you wanted to bring up? No, Are you think, happy? I'm so, happy, man. I think uh, we've yeah. hit all the points we wanted to talk about, um, even a couple extra, you know, yeah. so I think it was pretty solid. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, as always, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, please tell us to your friends. I do want to give, yeah. a sh- I want to give a shout out, uh, to my man, Rob Williams and the Bob culture podcast. Uh, if any of our listeners are also uh, football fans, I get to do a weekly article for the Raiders. This one's going to be very sad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's a sad one for the Lions too. But yeah, yeah, and there is there's another guy that does uh, Lions so he, so recaps on gotcha. there. Uh, yeah, and, and there's someone that does Ravens recaps. Mm. So we got Ravens and Lions. This so it'll be, week. it'll be interesting to see the perspective between. Yeah, all the it's a lot of fun. 
Uh, so shout out to Rob. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. The Rallies are doing do really that. good. Though. They're doing solid. They're doing good. Yeah. They're doing good. Bad week this uh, week, though. No, good. actually, uh, they're playing right now, so I don't know as long as they're doing well. Oh, Wings. Wings. Yeah, Red Wings. Sorry, too. I was still talking about Lions. No, oh, I, don't I, don't mean, I mean, you know me. I don't, uh, they're I four and one. Four and one. And like I said, they're playing right now. So Ooh, what is doing? What are them boys doing? What are them you Wings know, doing? Uh, they won six to two. So they're. Five and one now? Yeah, five and one. Damn! All right, Dude, we got some it. quality teams in Detroit. It's been a while since we've said that. Yeah, five and two Lions, five and one Wings. Dude, I thought the Tigers ended strong. They did. Like, it's one of those, you know, like I, I want to see what we can do. But. Yeah, I want to see what we could do. Uh, what happens with the um, off season with like yeah. free agency oh, yeah. and we'll stuff? Uh, we well, hopefully like yeah. you got to see what happens if Hobby. Uh, you know, if he opts out, if uh, Rodriguez does opt out, you know, that'll be a lot of money coming off. Yeah. But I don't know. Kind of hope. Yeah. I, here's the thing. I wasn't a big fan. If you know me, like when it comes to baseball, I wasn't a big fan on signing. I know his his uh, from fantasy baseball, you know, is one of those boomer yeah. bust. Yeah. And just knowing that and then coming here, it was just one of those like, this is not going to be the same. And it wasn't. wasn't so. Yeah. And a lot of it comes around too. You got to figure when he was really good with the Cubs, he had guys like Chris, Chris Bryant, and Anthony Rizzo around him. Yeah, so it was a little Didn't bit easier. Have the same support. Yeah, so it was a big, big difference. Big difference when you got to be the guy. Exactly. Yeah, you know, and I think you know if we had maybe one or two guys around him, you know, to take that away from him, he's been like fifth or sixth in the lineup. Wouldn't be too bad. Easier. But he's way too exposed, and for the money, I'd rather pay a younger guy. But Heard. that's just me. Heard. Yeah, we'll see what's going on with it, but it's a. Uh, it seems like overall things are looking up yeah. in the world of Detroit sports. Yeah, things no, are- I'll give the Lions their credit. You know, yeah. I've, I've, when it comes to the Lions, I am, I, I, I'm happy the fans have something to cheer for. Yes. I hate the Ford organization that the fact that they Her. own them is a lot. It's, I could give one to a whole thirty minute spiel as to why. Yeah. You know, but the fact that you wasted three to me Hall of Fame talents. Before you even were, you know, quote unquote good contenders. Hey, you know, says it to me that wasn't really the players, but right. No, but uh, it's hopefully right in the ship on that. We're always rocking the ship over here. Uh, If you haven't already, what's wrong with you? Hit the like, hit the subscribe, uh, and always give us a shout out. Let us know what your thoughts are on the show and your thoughts are on wrestling in general. We love hearing it, it always sparks ideas for us. Until next time, he is Luke. I am Mike. We are out of here. Hey, Johnny, hit that music.